Hello everybody and welcome to the Healthy Teachers Club podcast. This is episode number two, which is really exciting. Um, I'm going to try and aim to sort of do maybe one or two podcasts a month. And that will just sort of depend on time and availability and also demand from those people who are listening. So yeah, if you are listening, I would love your feedback. Please, you can do that via dropping me a message on Instagram or sharing the podcast. That would be massively um, appreciated. Anyway, in episode one, we spoke about habits and started to talk about ways in which we can we can implement them and also some tools which you can use. Again, none, none of the tools are revolutionary, but I'm hoping that you maybe took a couple of those things from last week and you've you've tried to um, take those things on board and use them as a method of introducing a new habit and making it um yeah, more more accessible within your lifestyle. So just to recap briefly on those things that we spoke about last week, the first thing that we can do in terms of um, embedding healthy habits or just any habit really in general is make it easy. So as I said last week, you know, if it's going to the gym, is your gym on the way home from work? Make it so, you know, it's not something you'd have to go out of your way to achieve whatever it is. If you want to read more books, then make sure you've got books available and they're visible. Uh, make it really easy. The other thing we spoke about was make it enjoyable. I said this last week, but you know, you won't do things that you don't enjoy. Um, so yeah, make sure that you you reward yourself and you have fun with whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you want to achieve. And sometimes like things aren't necessarily fun in the in the sort of immediate as an immediate result but certainly um longer term you can sort of just set your mind back to why you started if if it's something that you're trying to achieve over a period of time and then the final thing that i spoke about last week was habit stacking so thinking of a good habit that you already have and stacking a new habit on top of it and again just a few different ways that i introduced last week now, this week, I'm just going to talk very briefly about two more things. Um, and I'm going to begin by talking about finding a keystone habit. So a keystone habit is something that will basically help you. You have um, it will basically have a knock on effect on everything else that you do. Now, you need to identify a habit that sort of has accompanied your best days. So again, coming back to sort of that self-awareness part, you know, when was it when you felt at your absolute best? What happened on those days? Now, for me, a good example of this is starting the morning right. Like, I call it like winning the morning. And I absolutely love making sure that my, my morning is accompanied by one of my healthiest habits. And it usually includes a little bit of self-care. So for me personally, I know if I have got up in the morning, had my coffee and gone for a run, I know that my the rest of my day sort of, it has a knock-on effect on how I feel, how I interact, my productivity, my happiness, my teaching. And so I know that that will just support everything else that happens in that day. So for me, it's running. Now for you, it might be reading a chapter of your book. It might be starting with some writing or some journaling. So just sort of think about, 
what um, what habit you already have or if you can maybe think of a habit that you might want to introduce that you introduce that you will then know will support the remainder of your day. So certainly think about winning the morning. I, I, I absolutely like can't advocate enough for just starting the day in the right mindset. Um, I actually listened to a podcast earlier and um, I think it was called Habit Healthy Habits in Five. And in the podcast, we're talking about like the first thing you should do in the morning is walk to the mirror and literally just high five yourself. So if right now you're struggling to think of what that habit might be, that can be it. Wake up in the morning, go to that mirror, look yourself in the eye and tell yourself you are awesome and give yourself a high five. So keystone habit, that is your first message for this podcast. And another one on the, on the back of that is, is winning the morning. Now, the second thing I want to talk about, and I purposely saved this for a separate podcast to the first one, because again, it's something that I'm hugely passionate about. And I really hope that over time I can have um, a positive influence on people's lives when I talk about this particular topic. Now, this particular topic is creating your environment. Now, personally, I believe that our environment and our community can often have the biggest impact on the decisions that we make and the things that we do on a daily basis. Now, you probably can think of, uh, you know, an example, thinking back to maybe when you were at school um, or part of a club, part of a team, and generally you kind of just follow what we call social norms. Now, my example for like education is, you know, as an NQT or when you're like on your PGC year and you arrive in school, you've got a mentor and your mentor will maybe have like certain beliefs, um, will probably also like arrive at a particular time in the morning and leave a particular time in the evening. And what happens is that environment that you are in, that becomes just the expectation. So if your mentor, mentor is arriving at seven in the morning and taking 50 books home in the evening and working till 11 p.m. and sending you an email before your alarm's even gone off, that then becomes just what you think is the, the right thing to do. And we sort of just pick up on these behaviors. Um, we are a product of our environment, whether we like it or not. And another thing that I always giggle about is when people say, oh, you know, you, you know, oh God, aren't you like your mom or aren't you like your dad? And I think, no, I'm not. Um, but the truth is, is I've subconsciously picked up on, on certain habits or certain traits that they have, whether I want to acknowledge it or whether I like it or not. That is true. So when we think about our values, who we want to be, the type of habits that we want to be implementing into our lives, what we have to think about is what does my environment look like? What does my community look like? And are they also like supporting my values? Do what they do sort of align with mine? Um, and if the answer is yes, then great. Like, are you spending enough time with, with those people? Um, and if they're not, like potentially they, they are a group of people who, who maybe you need to spend less time with and you might need to find other people or another tribe, another community that can really um, support you in, in implementing these new, this new habit. An example of where this works is when people go to, dare I say it, things like, I don't know, Weight Watchers. Now, I'm not an advocate of that. I don't think people should take part in any diet as such. 
Um, but what I do like about that sort of thing is what it actually creates is a group of like-minded people who are all trying to achieve a similar goal. Um, and that's, that's really why they work. Do they, do their diets work? No. Is counting points or numbers an effective way to, to measure your nutrition? Absolutely not. But what do these people get from that? They get a sense of community. They get a group of people who they can go and chat with, they can go and check in with. And that is really important. That's something that we all need in our life. So you, what you need to do is go away and think, all right, what are my des desired behaviors? What social norms would I like to be around? And then you're gonna have to go and find a tribe or find a community who are actually going to support your social norms. And guess what? If you can't find a community, then create one. And that's partly what I am working towards with the Healthy Teachers Club. I know there are so many like-minded people out there, they're dotted around, but working to actually connect and build this tribe that really supports this message that I'm trying to get across is me trying to create my own tribe. And for whatever your goal is, you need to do the same. In fact, earlier last week, I was having a conversation with my mum about her recovery and how she was feeling. And she was really excited about telling me some of the um, events she'd been involved in. Uh, one of them was like a, she had been creating her own drum. So she's been going to like drumming circles and yeah, they she'd done like a, a carpentry workshop where she created her own. And I asked her like, mum, what's made the biggest difference in your recovery, you know, like this, you've had 12 months now where you are feeling much better and um, you are not relying on sort of the medication from the doctors and us. I was like, what is it? Like, what's helped you? And you know what she said? She was like, I just feel connected. I feel like I've got friends. I'm not lonely. I've got loads to do. Now, the mum that sort of, my mum, as I remember her growing up, you know, she she did spend a lot of time on her own and she didn't really go out and she sort of had associates but never really close friends. Um, and now she's part of like multiple groups actually. Initially she was getting really panicked about replying on WhatsApp because she was part of so many and she didn't know what to say. Like that whole social element was really challenging. Um, but now, you know, she's part of, part of these tribes. People are inviting her to social events. People are, you know, she goes to sound healing, she goes on walks, she starts doing fitness classes. And yeah, she's just found a group of people who are really supporting her. And a lot of them are empathetic and understanding. They've been on similar journeys. And that was just a huge trigger for me and just a reminder that, that your environment and your community is possibly one of the most important things that you can nurture. So yeah, think about who's in your, your social network. Think about who is around you and who actually makes you feel the best. And then from there, what you'll probably notice is that those people who you spend, who you feel the best around, they're the ones who have maybe common goals, common grounds, and you probably share the same values. Now that's not to say that you shouldn't spend time with anybody else. Obviously, you're going to have lots of different tribes or lots of different communities that you're part of. But I just think the one that maybe you spend most of your time in or the one that you give most of your energy to should be the one um, who's aligned with yours. Now, the other environment I just briefly want to talk about is your social media environment. Um, 
quite often as someone who's in sort of like the fitness and nutrition industry, people will say, oh, you know, you are what you eat. Um, and I think that's kind of true, but also like you are what you consume. So whether that is food or what you read, what you actually digest. So if your social media account is full of things that don't particularly make you feel good or give you sort of this, I don't know, a complex where you are comparing yourself or your your life to other people's, then possibly um, that's not a, the right environment for you. So, and I do this with my students at school is we do a social men media cleanse. So any account that we come across where you go, oh, it didn't make me smile. Um, or the content wasn't like educational, then I'll probably just delete it because if I'm going on my, my social media quite a lot, which I do, then I want to be uplifted by it. I want us to be able to use it in, in a positive manner. So that's another way that you can make sure that whatever your habit is that you want to embed, um, you know, you fill your social media things which will support that. So if it is, um, you know, running, then, you know, find some good runners on on Instagram that you can follow not these people who are just you know going out running ultra marathons but maybe people who are like talking about technique and um just motivational things that will sort of get you up and out especially on these like cold dark winter mornings um so yeah community that is the second key point for today and a little quote here i think i can't remember who it's by but people will choose belonging over loneliness so that means that even if the habit isn't one that aligns with your values or people's values they'll generally choose that anyway because having a sense of belonging is possibly one of the most important things that we need in life so I think that's going to be pretty much it for today guys um, just to sort of summarize on the two um, ways that you can improve your habits that we've spoken about today is finding that keystone habit. So what is it that sort of has a huge knock-on effect for the rest of your day? For me, that is winning the morning. For some of you, it might just be like preparing in the evening, the day before. Um, and so, yeah, use that to sort of help you help you build sort of a full day of positivity and implementing a multiple habits throughout the other one is creating a supportive environment. You are what you consume. So find a tribe where your desired behaviors are already the social norm. And if you can't find that tribe, then you need to create one. I'm going to leave that to you. Third thing is maybe have a little social media um, detox. If there are things that are not aligning with you or that are not supporting your goals, then again, maybe it's time to remove some of those people. Um, and also maybe find some social media that will actually support what you're trying to achieve. So we can also add um, add some accounts too. So I think the next podcast will be focusing on community, um, the benefits of community and where we can find them. So separating the fact that having community can support our habits, which it certainly can, but also just the general benefits of, of yeah, finding a community that supports you. And until then, please send me some messages. Let me know how you found the podcast. Um, this one is only 15 minutes, um, but I feel like just having a short, sharp snippet of information is probably useful, especially when you're just listening to my voice. So yeah, maybe we'll get some guests on in the future. But yeah, thank you for dropping by and feedback always welcome. Take care and don't forget to fit your own oxygen mask first.